1: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Step into the world of power,
3: loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With
2: family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get
1: mixed up in the family business.
2: Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday.
4: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at
1: chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
2: From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: This hour, the butcher that got elected president in Iran over the weekend, not good news for the world, not good news for the people of Iran, I'll tell you that. Um, uh, Bill Maher uh, of HBO, old time lefty, takes on wokeness once again in a way that I just love, absolutely Fantastic. just freaking love it. Yep, And a bunch of other stuff to talk about. But Joe teased a major show announcement, and I have no idea what it is, so I'm very excited about it.
2: I I did. I did tease it. Uh, Let me just say at the outset that uh, we've worked with a number of great people through the years, but we have never had a crew as smoothly functioning, fun to work with, and efficient and just great as it is now. It's so comfortable right now. But all good things must come to an end. And 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 Michelangelo has been sentenced to ten years in prison. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he did not we... get written consent. What <laughs> those? He got implied oral consent for rebroadcasting <laughs> a major league baseball game. <laughs> now, Michael is not going to prison. But, ladies and gentlemen, this uh, this part is true, and this it gives me great pain to say. A friend, positive Sean, is moving on uh, what? after this week. It it is true. It is true.
0: I have. I am accepting a another job, uh, moving into a different industry uh, altogether. Um, But uh, but yeah, it is. It was not a decision made easily. I truly. uh,
3: Chippendale dancer. Are you you making keys? (laughs) (laughs) Which would be a step (laughs) up. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's the consistency (laughs) that I'm really looking forward to in my key making career. Full time cryptocurrency manipulator. Um, No, I will continue to do that as as a fun uh, side hobby that I have no clue what's actually happening with any of it. Um, but no, it was not a decision I made easily. I, you know, I've worked in this industry for twenty something years. I absolutely love radio. Uh, this show was a blast to come in on and work on every day. Was being the keyword. Uh, yeah, no longer. Uh, that's why I'm <laughs> leaving. Uh, yeah, I've had enough of you. Yeah, no, amen to uh, that. <laughs> but it, it is. It, it it continues to be a a joy to come in and be able to process the news of the day through discussion and laughter and you know. Uh, and I don't know if people have picked up on this. Our politics don't necessarily align, but we still somehow manage to have uh, meaningful, productive conversations about all sorts of things without calling each other names. And uh, I think more of that is great. And I was, uh, it was a pleasure to take part in those for as long as I did.
3: Well, I'm all about me. And as Joe said, it's never been more comfortable the way the show is than now. And so my life's about to get less comfortable. So I'm not happy about this. Just letting Indeed. you know, Sean, I'm not happy about that. <laughs>
2: I, I am aware. <laughs> Although, as, as a middle child, I bring people together. You are always welcome, Sean, and we would love to uh, stay in touch with you. I mean, that's surely.
3: Official crypto correspondent. So well, <laughs> so you're leaving the industry yeah. to do something else. When will you, because I think listeners are going to wonder, Will you? would you be able to let us know at some point? I, I'm going into sales. Uh, a friend of mine has. A, that's a very broad term, though. Uh yes. There's all kinds of things you can sell. I know you sold shoes in the past. I that's assume you I assume you're not going back no, to I'm that. No, I'm not doing that. No. Uh <laughs> a,
0: a friend of mine's a, a sales manager um and uh so I'm going to go work for him. Um I suppose I can I can just say it. Uh, it's, up to, it's up to you. Um yeah, it's entirely up to you. Yeah, I, I'm I'm planning on going to work for LeafGuard. Going to going to be selling some rain gutters in, in uh and uh, I'm actually moving states as well. You're
3: leaving the state. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving to a new state. Well, yes, that's
0: exciting. Um uh largely um uh, this state was. I was finding it very difficult to participate in the ownership economy, so I'm trying to make uh, life adjustments Going uh, somewhere more best. affordable. You yeah. and
3: many other people,
0: yeah, are making
3: yeah. the wise financial decision. That's uh, that's yeah. You know, those difficult. of you who had traveling Jesus imitator
2: in the pool, I'm afraid you've lost. As uh, you could do it
0: again. Side hustles don't
2: count as career pivots. I'm not saying I won't be doing that. <laughs> A <laughs> little cryptocurrency, a little robe and sandals, a little leaf guard, whatever it takes. The um, food
3: on the table. So uh, when's your last day?
2: Uh, the end of this month.
0: Uh-huh. Uh Yeah, so June 30th, 31. How many days are in this month?
3: But we're on How vacation many? next week.
0: Oh, so I guess the so last show would probably be this Friday then.
3: Wow. Yep. All right. It's coming up well, fast.
2: Maybe Dominic will bring in a cake. Oh, <laughs> Jeez. That, <laughs> that is a very obscure we are, reference. We are
3: bringing Dominic back to replace Sean. <laughs> I'm that's laughing. Headlines. Speaking of speaking of Jesus. Oh, that's right. Dominic is dead. He is passed. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, indeed. So it can't. Sorely missed. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Well, you know, I'm not happy about that, Sean. But uh, I'm happy that you're making a decision that you feel like is good for your life. That's cool, you know. And everybody needs to do that for just the sake of the show. I like comfortable, and this is very comfortable. So, plus
2: you're freaking hilarious, man, and, and, and you're and freaking hilarious. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate
3: yeah. you saying
0: that, and uh and likewise, and yes, I love you guys too, and all all those uh, you know the wonderful sort of things
3: you're supposed to say. Yeah, well, man, <laughs> man hug. We'll, keep we'll your keep
0: a, your groins apart. We'll get, get a triple spoon apart. Apart. going after the show today. All right. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs>
2: Oh, my. Oh, my.
3: (laughs) So uncomfortable.
2: Yes.
3: (laughs) Oh, boy. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe we can come up with something to do on Friday. We'll do something special on Friday for Sean leaving. Uh, Going away something. I've got an idea already. I've got a fantastic idea for a gift. Oh, great. Uh Great. Great. Actually, I actually had a story yesterday that sold unbelievable wolf T-shirts. I almost got you one
0: <laughs> to, to add to
3: my collection. And they weren't ironic; they were completely serious. There's nothing it, ironic about wolves, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> wolves in front of the moon—you know those kind of one of your s- least ironic. The people. standing on a cliff as a wolf, the strength nice. howling <laughs> in front of the moon—you know those T-shirts. Go ahead, not Josh. being sold ironically, know. being sold completely legitimate. I'm
0: bro. not sure if you two know this or not. <laughs> the strength of the wolf is in the pack, but. The strength of the pack is in the All wolf. Right. Devastating. I'm becoming All a wolf right. shepherd. That's what I'm
3: going to be doing. <laughs> wolf whisper. Going to raise wolf hybrids <laughs> <laughs> on my crypto farm.
2: Oh, oh my God. That reminds me. How could I have forgotten? Where is that story? Uh, 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 th- 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 what's his name? Tiger King, dude. Help me. Which Help one? Me. Which guy? Th- the guy. The guy.
3: The main guy.
2: The Tiger Joe King. Joe Joe Exotic is putting out NFTs from prison. Oh yes. This has got to be the top God, signal, yes. right? I should liquidate all my NFTs. <laughs> yes. This is the top signal. <laughs> exactly.
3: Oh, that's what we got
2: to get for Sean. Uh, major investor,
3: a major investor says all all NFTs will be worthless in three years. I could do that story for you coming up. But Sounds uh, like
0: somebody who didn't get in on them.
3: Um uh, we have <laughs> jealous. <laughs> what quitters like Sean understand about the job market. More people quit their job Last month than any month going back this entire century. They've been keeping track of this numbers no uh, uh, beginning of last century. Um, they've been keeping numbers this for a long, long time. People don't quit their jobs like they have recently. What's going on there? We can take a look at that. We'll take a look at the new president of Iran um, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Hope you can stay with us. Text line 415 kftc
2: Armstrong. Organizers say the games are a go with music, metal trays, and uniforms. The possibility of these games going on is 100%. But popular protests demand they be stopped. With Shigeru Omi, Japan's version of Dr. Anthony Fauci, saying the situation is not normal. A daily death rate higher than when the games were delayed last year. A slow vaccine rollout. Now, with half a million shots each day, but the true target, twice that.
3: Wow, I didn't know that. So we had talked to the, that only about 3% of the population of Japan has been vaccinated. I don't know if they got the new variant on their shores, but, man, if they do, I think every country in the world has it now. If they've got that new fast-spreading Delta variant and people aren't vaccinated, and now you're welcoming in uh, athletes and their handlers from all around the world. I mean, there aren't going to be spectators, but I got to believe each Olympic team comes with two, three people per athlete. Wouldn't you guess? Trainers, sure, coaches, trainers, and
2: uh, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, and maybe uh, family. Japan members. is is famously incredibly uh, careful and regimented and, and willing to go along to get along. So I think some of their measures might be uh, pretty strict by Western well, standards. Yeah, but what but... about
3: that number that they're, they've got more COVID in their country than they did last year when the games were postponed? <laughs> Come on yeah, now. That's astounding. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, I'm looking up at CNN. Jeffrey Tubin talking about the Supreme Court. He is back. They completely rehabilitated. So just a lesson for the world. If you get caught masturbating on a Zoom work call, what, you have to lay out for like six months and then you can go back to your job? Apparently that's the new standard. Is there a shortage of legal half-brights <laughs> who are willing to go on television to talk about this? You I have don't to take public... Yeah, and, I know. You, oh, you can only go back to the public masturbator. You can't find anybody else that's got a law degree from one of your fancy colleges that can talk about the Supreme Court. That's a very good point, Sean. You know, I would point out that he was not uh, willingly
2: doing that. He was not tr- He's not an exhibitionist. We he think. was just a guy who likes couldn't wait. He's
3: well, yeah, a he's,
2: he's bad at Zoom calls. Yeah, <laughs> but you're right. I mean, I I can't stand the guy because he's just got a twisted view of the law. In my opinion, he and I disagree on a lot of stuff. But the idea that you have to go back to him like he's some just super heavyweight.
3: Right. He's not at all. Anywho, over in Iran, they elected a new president over the weekend. They had the lowest turn to them. Their elections are a sham anyway. Um, it's amazing that these countries go through with the, 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 the dog and pony show. But so they only. It's practically a universal though. You remember Saddam Hussein used to regularly win 99% of the vote. Yeah, their elections aren't as shammy in Iran as that, but they only let approved candidates run. The the Ayatollah gets to, to, to decide who is allowed to run and who's not. Uh, they had the lowest turnout that they've ever had, though, since they started the elections back in 1979, and they had the highest number of people who uh, 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 votes that had to be uh, discounted that were um, write-ins and that sort of stuff. Uh, about four million people either accidentally or intentionally voided their ballots far beyond the amount seen in previous elections, which is suggested that uh, some wanted none of the four candidates hand picked candidates. But the candidate that has decided uh, one is going to be the new president of Iran is this guy named uh, Abraham Raisi. Who's already been sanctioned by the United States in his part over his involvement in the mass execution of thousands of political prisoners going back to 1988. Um, he is an evil, evil bastard. He, uh, saw, saw an interview over the weekend with a woman whose, uh, entire family was tortured, some of them to death by him. In some cases, his own hand in the prison. Boy torturing and beating people to death over the years he's one of those guys anytime they have an uprising he's the guy that comes in with his squad and arrests them all and beats them and tortures them and gets confessions out of them and that sort of thing that's who they just elected president in iran they have some pretty good systematic rape going on in their prisons too as a way to demoralize and terrorize prisoners both male and female known for that that's a hell of a thing um, Amnesty International was not very happy about it. They made a strong statement yesterday that Ibrahim Raisi has risen to the presidency instead of being investigated for the crimes against humanity of murder and forced disappearance and torture as a grim reminder that impunity reigns supreme in Iran. Yeah, well, we've made similar sorts of statements in the United States. It is a, an interesting sign for the world. Sometimes things have to get worse before they get better in these kind of countries. So, mm-hmm, Sure.
2: Yeah, As long as they uh, toe the line and act semi-cooperative, there's a temptation to not get hard on them and or go hard on them. But, uh, yeah, it's an evil, evil regime. And this is clearly a message. The mullahs, the uh, Revolutionary Guard, they said this is the guy for these times.
3: Well, the outgoing Rohini president of Iran, who was seen as a moderate by, by the standards of the, the selections given, um, again, hand-picked, the, the Ayatollah determines who's even allowed to run. And Ruhidi won, and he was the most moderate of them, and he's going out the door. He dismissed the new guy, Raisi, back in 2017 in an election. Uh, he was his opponent and said all he knows about is executions and imprisoning people. But, wow. But met him over the weekend as his successor and praised him. I hope all can respond well to the people's confidence, vote, and kindness during my term. So there you go. We'll see how that turns out. Sean is leaving the show. He quit. We announced that a few minutes ago quitter quitting your job is hot right now more americans quit in may than any other month that has ever been recorded in the united states and low-wage workers aren't the only ones eyeing the door in may more than seven hundred thousand workers in the bureau's mostly white collar category of professional and business services left their job the highest highest monthly number ever for that of white collar workers so it's all different kinds of jobs what does this mean in general quitting In general, this person, Derek Thompson, writes, in general, this is in The Atlantic, in general, quitting gets a bad rap in life. It's associated with pessimism, laziness, and a lack of confidence. But in labor economics, quitting usually signifies the opposite, an optimism among workers about the future, an eagerness to do something new, a confidence that if they jump ship, they won't drown, but rather land on a better, richer boat. So quitting is a good sign in the economy, and we got more people quitting low-wage jobs and white-collar jobs than we've ever had before. You know, it's funny. I hadn't really contemplated it in terms of the bigger picture,
2: but I know a handful of young people who are leaving their jobs. I won't mention any names, uh, but for, for the very reasons that they think, I can do better than this.
3: I think so much of life is inertia. Maybe especially, I should quit. <laughs> I can probably uh, do better than this, too.
2: Yeah, I never read that contract. I don't know what's in it. Somebody made me sign it. I was fooled. I was duped. Um... Uh, but, but so much of life is inertia. You keep doing what you're doing just because you're doing it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, particularly for certain sorts of people. And the, the pandemic, with all of its horrors, was absolutely a chance to stop and think, wait a minute. Why am I doing these things?
3: Is there something better? Maybe things got so disrupted that a lot of the scary stuff of disrupting your life happened anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, it seemed more appealing. Like like what Sean's doing. Quitting your job and moving to another state. It's a major ordeal. I've done it many times. My dad. It's funny. I was talking to my son about it last night about how many times I'd moved by the time I was his age, uh, and uh, you know, different towns, different states, and that sort of stuff. And you know, always because my dad was searching for a better job. But it's not easy to do. It's a. It's a major. And you know, leaving friends behind and all that sort of thing, starting over. It's a big deal.
2: Yeah, it's difficult. But there, there have been times when the economy was good and and, and the uh, government benefits were free flowing that a lot of people acted as if it's akin to sawing off your arm. I mean, people would refuse to relocate. they just stay unemployed. Every bit stricken.
3: of this entire country is based on people picking up and leaving their friends behind for a better job. The settling right. of the country in the beginning and then the moving westward. Everybody was doing it all the time.
2: Yeah, I'm just thinking of uh, J.D. Vance's brilliant Hillbilly Elegy, among uh, other other books, articles, and discussions. But You know, people just have this weird hey. attitude that because the plant was here, and my family came here, I will stay here forever, even though
3: the plant is gone. Yeah, that's a terrible attitude. I've been decrying that for years. If it's too expensive to live where you're living, go somewhere else. If there aren't job opportunities where you are, move somewhere else. That's what you do.
2: That's what everybody's always done. Or invest in Joe Exotic NFTs. I have the list of what's for sale. If (laughs) you want to get yours.
3: (laughs) Fantastic.
2: Also, how hard is it to hire people in the restaurant business? I have some tales from the front. Transgender athlete in the Olympic Games. Controversy. Oh, stay with us. Armstrong and Getty.
1: It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with
0: a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say.
1: I heart
2: the Armstrong and Getty Show. Speaking of tigers, chuck some red meat around.
3: Cause a tiger. one of the songs <laughs> joe exotic sang on tiger king did he do any of the singing or was he just did completely it, lip-syncing to somebody else
2: yeah I, didn't we find out that there was somebody else who did
0: everything in the videos so he just stood yeah there it, and, uh... pretty much lip-sync or if he was singing it was one of those mixing jobs where his yeah. mic was off and then right. they just equalized it i'd out.
3: forgotten the the like music videos that, and those are available on youtube or at least used to be i'd forgotten the music videos he would do where he's standing there, and he's got the duster on, and the wind blowing his hair, and one of oh, his yeah. weird lover dudes standing behind him. Because wow. I saw tiger, That's right. Now I understand. But listen to the irony here. I saw a tiger. Then what? Yeah, I got that. Tiger saw Ah.
2: Oh, really makes you think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 boy, if you got a head full of meth, it does.
3: <laughs> we, have a, we have a Supreme Court ruling that has come down. We should hit you with that in a little bit. Did you have more Tiger King stuff for some reason? Yeah,
2: absolutely. absolutely. Who, who isn't anxious to reminisce about the good days, fun days during the pandemic five years ago when America was watching the Tiger King? Can you believe that was a
3: year ago? A year ago, right now, ever, that's something a year ago, right now, my wife and I were sitting on the couch every night watching Tiger King. That's right. Well, Joe Exotic, the
2: incarcerated former zookeeper, is auctioning off several non fungible tokens, Sean, NFTs, if you will. Uh, The uh, sale includes NFTs for several animated images like one of Joe and a chimpanzee. Or Joe and the Dogecoin dog. Oh man! There are also a handful of NFTs tied to audio recordings, including Joe's song "I Saw a Tiger." I saw
3: a tiger.
2: <laughs> now I, I saw a tiger. And you can also buy an NFT of a tigers message he recorded it. this past April from prison, in which he defines NFT as "never forget the tigers." <laughs>
0: Isn't that that great? So this is very confusing to me, because as an intellectual, this is idiotic. But as a a student and a proponent of the meme economy,
3: this could be something. Yep, you're absolutely right. This could be so campy and stupid that people get into it and it's worth something.
0: Particularly, he's savvy enough to understand, if I ride the wake of the Dogecoin dog... Maybe then I get some uh, multiplication on my meme economy factoring here. I got I got to do my do your
2: own research, everybody. I'm going to be doing mine now. Several lots also boast actual items and come with NFTs tied to 3D animated models of those items. Among those are Joe Exotics cowboy jacket and his matching black leather pants. You and jacket outfit, as well as a bikini worn by adult film star Rachel Star. Again, I say you in a photo she took with Joe Exotic and a tiger.
3: Is there a, a, an NFT of that toothless boyfriend who was only briefly gay and then became straight again when he finally got out of the clutches of the weirdo tiger? <laughs> Use the piercing collection at your own caution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I no wonder kidding. if that poor lad has found a shirt yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he seemed to be allergic to cotton. Well, he
3: was ripped, so he went shirtless. A lot. Um, the uh, founder of Coinbase. Yes,
2: yes. That's a that's a huge uh, player, Jack, in the in the uh, cyber currency world. Over yeah. the
3: weekend, he wrote a piece saying ninety percent of NFTs will be worthless in three to five years. Of course, ninety percent could leave ten percent being worth quite a bit.
0: And there's also a bit of the uh, similarly what's happening in the podcast space right now, right? It's not that difficult to make an NFT. Anybody can do it. Uh, uh, that doesn't mean that all yeah. of them are going to be successful. So this is a, there are thousands.
3: That's a decent point. Of right these there. things going out. So, That's a decent point well, right yeah, there. Like yeah, wait a
2: minute. It's like saying ninety
3: percent of paintings
2: will be virtually yeah, worthless. Exactly. Yeah. Or ninety exactly. percent.
3: Or ninety percent of podcasts are unlistenable, which they are. Yes, uh, but a lot of them are great. So yeah that 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 was that was a stupid statement. My Apes um, valuation continues to not make sense at all. I'm sorry I passed that along. Ninety percent of uh, people that want to be a pro athlete are terrible. You no, know, that's yeah you know, fine. Right? Yeah, we know. So what's your animated ape worth? Do you suppose, Sean? Can you tell?
0: So I bought it for .35 Ethereum. The cheapest ape currently available on the marketplace is about four Ethereum now.
2: Oh
0: wow,
3: you're okay. a genius! No, if you That's give a me a dozen <sighs> times what you paid, if you give me a slightest idea what of an Ethereum is worth,
0: uh, Ethereum it's a uh, it's a little under two thousand dollars currently at that valuation per coin. So
3: your your ape thing is worth eight k right now,
0: uh, give or take, yeah.
3: What? <laughs> and you I'm paid and you. and you paid what for
0: it? 0.35 Ethereum. We'll do the math on that. Uh, I'd have to go uh, when I bought it. It was uh hundreds uh, somewhere between like 700 and 1000 probably in that range when i bought it she
3: put it. 700 bucks into it and it's worth 8000 dollars now
0: yeah if and, i sold it and, but i'm not going to sell it I'm I'm, I'm I'm diamond hands i don't you, have paper hands here
3: and you'd already had <laughs> That means I hold
0: on to things. You'd already
3: had five (laughs) figures worth of success in uh, in trading this sort of stuff, anyway. In uh, yeah, in
0: digital basketball cards. Yeah, your basketball in it. Eight
3: grand for that monkey picture that I took a picture of on my phone, which it should be worth just as much. No, it should not, not, Jack. But it's not.
2: (laughs) The thing makes my head spin around. Speaking of making money, big Supreme Court ruling. They just ruled unanimously again. Uh, with a group of former college athletes in a dispute with the NCAA over rules limiting certain compensation. The High Court ruled the NCAA's limits on the education related benefits that colleges can offer athletes who play Division I basketball and football cannot be enforced. Ah, uh, blah blah blah. The case doesn't decide whether students can be paid salaries. Instead, the ruling will help determine whether schools decide to offer athletes tens of thousands of dollars in education-related benefits for things such as computers, graduate scholarships, tutoring, study
3: abroad, and in internships. Yeah, they different I don't think they want
1: internships. <laughs> no,
3: no, they, that's a lot, probably the last thing they want. The different headlines. So, the Supreme Court ruled unanimously that the NCAA's strict limits on compensating college athletes violate antitrust law the new york times version was it can't bar modest payments to student athletes well what's the definition of modest rejecting the argument that compensation would uh, alienate fans that's hilarious that that was that your that anything? was your best argument oh fans wouldn't like it uh, what you think fans of Duke basketball or USC football or anything are would we would be shocked to find out or watch it. Wait a second. I didn't know some of the players were getting cars and chicks to come to this school. That's shocking to me. <laughs> In Casablanca? Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to figure out exactly what this means. It'll be interesting to see what this does to college sports. Um You know, if it, if it ends up being a tiny amount of money, for some reason, you know, mo- they they put the word modest in there. Is that actually in the ruling? And then somebody's got to define what modest is. So if you can give, I was watching Kevin Durant uh, Saturday night, Game 7, Nets, Bucks. wow, what a freaking series that turned out to be and what a game that was. Durant looked like, became a hero for all time with a three-pointer at the buzzer, they review it, his toe's on the line, it's a two-pointer, it's a tie. Bye. They go into overtime, and then he's too tired to get the three-pointer up, and, and they lose, and the Bucs win. Anywho, Kevin Durant, who's a massive college star, I mean, just an, an enormous college star, and got paid nothing for that. Hmm. Um, if he got a modest amount, if they'd given him $10,000, what are they going to determine is modest? If they gave him $10,000 a year to play, would that change anything? I don't know if they, that would change anything.
2: Well, it said, it's close to loosening those restrictions the NCAA is and allowing athletes to participate in certain types of endorsement deals, monetize their social media followings, or get paid for signing autographs. However, eight states have forced the issue by passing laws already that will allow athletes to make money from their NIL, uh name, image, and likeness. So that's what the question was about. Name, image, and likeness.
3: Yeah, we'll have to see... uh We'll have to see how this breaks down. Do you happen to see that game by anyway? Biting by any chance? Anybody? the I end did. of that game? Oh, that was awesome. That's the first time I'd ever seen a, a player actually get so tired they couldn't shoot the ball. Durant played every single minute. After playing every single minute the previous game, yeah, too. and 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 it put up the historic numbers in every single game for the, new, the for the Nets. I was happy they lost because I don't like the whole super team thing in the NBA. I think it'll ruin the NBA. But anyway, in overtime, he put up his last three pointer, also more or less at the buzzer, and it just got like halfway there. He was just so tired, just like
2: <laughs> wow, <laughs>
3: just couldn't we'll give up the yeah Anyway.
0: The the three that sent it into overtime, or I guess it was a two because his toe was on the line. He actually wears shoes that are one size bigger than his foot because of reasons and basketball players are weird about their feet or whatever. So it's possible that if he was wearing the appropriate size shoes, that (laughs) game doesn't even go into overtime. (laughs) Or playing barefoot. His clown shoes
3: got him. (laughs) Lost because of his clown shoes. (laughs) That's an interesting point. I hadn't heard anybody make that point. Um, what are the other things we needed to get to? Uh, the, we need to get to the transgender athlete oh yeah. who's going to be competing
2: in the Olympics, and some of her competitors are really unhappy about it.
3: Uh yeah, so that's the first ever, right, transgender athlete to compete in the Olympics, which are coming up. They are gonna have the summer games in, in Tokyo, Japan. Bill Maher taking on woke culture once again. I love that story. All that stuff's on the way. <laughs>
2: Strong and Getty
3: Show. So, uh, I really like these uh, woke controversies, the meaningless woke controversies and the back and forths by, uh, by <laughs> between people of uh, what you need to apologize for and what you don't need to apologize for and then then who thinks you went too far and blah, blah, blah. This is an ongoing thing. So, are you familiar with this show, In the Heights, that Lin-Manuel Miranda has come up with, it's supposed to be about the Puerto Rican neighborhoods back in the day, and uh he hired all these people to be on the show, and then the controversy, I don't know who started it, saying that there weren't enough dark-skinned Afro-Latinx actors in the cast of this show about Puerto Ricans and blacks from uh, back in the day on In the Heights. So, uh Lynn manuel Miranda had to apologize, and then the ancient Rita Morano got involved. She was in, like, West Side Story, I think, back in the day. She's 90 years old. She was the original, yeah, in West Side Story in the 60s. Anyway, I'll fill in her in a second. This is Bill Maher talking about this Friday night on HBO.
4: I was reading also about Lynn manuel Miranda this week. He of Hamilton fame and, you know, won a Pulitzer Prize for it. He's got a new musical, The Heights, which is about Washington Heights. He's His parents are Puerto Rican, came to this country from Puerto Rico. Um, The book is by someone who's half Puerto Rican. It got 96% rotten tomatoes. People loved it. Great reviews, for which he has apologized profusely. (laughs) Why? Well, there's Latinx performers, one black lead, but no Afro-Latinx. The committee that makes note of everyone's skin tone discovered this and then Lin-Manuel Miranda had to say, I'm truly sorry, I'm learning from the feedback, I thank you for raising it and I'm listening. I promise to do better in my future projects. Please stop the apologizing. You're the guy who made the founding fathers black and Hispanic. I don't think you have to apologize to Twitter. for This is why people hate Democrats. It's cringy.
3: It is cringy. Wow. It is cringy, and the lefty, progressive Bill Maher is right. That is why people hate that whole thing. That's a very good point. Lin-Manuel Miranda took it so far to get Hispanics and black people involved in the Founding Father conversation. Still feels on his heels in terms of uh, you know being woke enough and feels yeah. like he needs to apologize. People need to stop apologizing to social media. Right. That's just great. Just ignore it. In fact, that's what Rita Morano said. So I don't know if you know who, who I think she is. It's Moreno. Moreno. I don't know if you know who Rita Moreno is. I knew her as a kid from uh, she was on the Electric Company, a show that I really liked as a kid, an educational show. But she was in the original West Side Story. She's ninety years old. She was on Stephen Colbert the other night and asked about that because she was the. You know, the first big Puerto Rican break, breakout star. And her response on uh, when she was on Colbert the other night was, I'm just saying, can't you wait a while and just leave it alone about the controversy? It'd be nice if they hadn't come up with that and just leave it alone. I mean, they're really attacking the wrong person, going after Lynn manuel Moreno. Uh, then there was a backlash among people who thought she was too dismissive of this controversy. Was there? Was there really? After facing a backlash for those comments, Moreno... Um, uh, said, I'm incredibly disappointed with myself. While making a statement in defense of Lin-Manuel Miranda on The Colbert Show last night, I clearly was dismissive of black lives that matter in our own Latin community. All right. Who who, who convinces these people? How do they become convinced that if they don't apologize, something is going to happen? Like Bill Maher said, the show got 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a smash hit. People love it. How do you, and the reason I care about this is my own employers could someday decide to fire us because we say something and Twitter gets upset. As right. opposed to just saying, be upset, Twitter. You woke up upset. You're going to go to bed upset. You're going to be upset next year. Stay upset. Whatever. I think part of it with,
2: uh, like, Lin Manuel Miranda's, that's his people. The woke uh, mob, that's his people. He's part of that. He's super active on Twitter. And I just, I think he's a true believer. Rita Moreno is a confused old woman who just thinks she offended somebody. Right. Uh But uh Lin-Manuel, I think he's just, yeah, if they say, no, you should have done it better, he thinks, oh, yes, yes, you're right, I should have, I should have. I don't want to be a counter-revolutionary. Please don't force me to my knees. Well, I will repent.
3: Well, I'll tell you that politically, Bill Maher is absolutely right. The vast majority of Americans, including most Democrats, I guarantee you, think that's crazy S. and are right. less likely to support that side because of this sort of stuff. It's a bad political move. Yeah. Not yeah. even close, I would I, I, I would uh, venture, do uh, do majority of Democrats think that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, and I'm reminded of uh, there was a great podcast and I can't remember if it was Sam Harris or Matt Taibbi or I, I'm good at tucking ideas away, but I can't remember who said them. And I, I don't mean to not give people credit. I just I don't know. My brain doesn't work right. But anyway, uh, they were pointing out that on the left, you get nothing but recriminations, nothing but judgments. You have fallen short. You have not done this right. You have not done that right. You're a bad person. The color of your skin isn't right, blah, blah, blah. And then Donald Trump came along and said, I love you. I love this country. This is a great country. I love the military. You're working hard out there. I'm going to stand up for you. Yet, which message do you think was more appealing to working America? The the constant, just bitter, picky criticism of everything you hold dear, and indeed what you are, or somebody saying, "No, you're great, you're fine. Let's go, let's go win. We'll get tired of the winning."
3: By the way, I was getting. Anyway, so I, was, I agree you, with Mar. I was getting the quotes from this CNN piece why Rito Moreno's comments about the in the heights were terribly wrong. They're heaping more a uh, uh, hate upon her for how wrong she was and how much damage we was done and how much dam- damage Lin-Manuel Miranda did with his show. And they're fully on board with that crazy notion that they got not the perfect combination of melatonin-skinned people on the right. spectrum of white to black and in between. Right, just right. craziness.
2: Yeah. Well, and uh, CNN, like uh, the USA Today in particular, are just veering leftward. The USA Today, in one of their, their cover articles over the weekend was uh, asserting essentially that if you are in or if you're against critical race theory being in your schools you are you know the the punchline to this against any discussion of race and they had some quotes from that admiral and a couple other military leaders who clearly have fallen for the bait and switch that they think critical race theory is about racism and combating racism as opposed to just a naked power grab so I don't know. There's, this there's a. We need to agree on terms before we start yelling at each other. I didn't actually.
3: I didn't actually see the entire Bill Maher thing. Did you see enough of it, Sean? How how did the guests react to that? Were they okay, or were they like, "I'm staying out of this one"?
0: Uh, they were sympathetic to his point, but they also didn't go as far as to say this is nonsense.
2: This mm-hmm. is why people hate Dems. Um
3: yeah. Gotcha. yeah all right.
2: Coming up next hour, big transgender news. Transgender weightlifter in the Olympics, and uh, it's remarkable the honest coverage it's getting. There are a lot of people who think it's ridiculous, and they're saying so out loud.
3: Nobody thinks New York gets more, too much attention more than I do. But I do want to take up, talk about their mayoral race, because I think this is going to be an issue huge for coming elections. Crime is becoming the issue in New York, including the guys clear, currently leading in the polls. Uh, one of his own workers got stabbed yesterday to oh drive home his point that it's gotten too uh, ugly in New York. You're saying he stabbed him to drive home his point? Is that what you're suggesting? I don't think so, but it's certainly, it sounded. <laughs> certainly up How in
2: the air you, as sir. to who
1: did the stabbing. How dare you? Armstrong and Getty.
0: Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyond zero.
2: Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh?
1: Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. (laughs) Ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah,
2: ski slopes. Let's
1: do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait.